Welcome to the fourth episode of the APAC podcast. As always, I'm LJ. I'm your story and pronouns are he, him, his. I'm Anna. My, my pronouns are she, hers, and I'm the community outreach and service chair. I'm Natalie. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and I'm the programming co-chair. As most of us are home for the holidays, um, for me personally, I can't help but compare our experiences at home to like our experiences when first like quarantine happened like back in March. So how are y'all faring at home? Anyone home is know? okay. I've mostly been at my brother's just like seeing family. Haven't really seen any friends or anything. Yeah, home's okay for me. Um, I have a new perspective, I will say, from like way back in quarantine in March versus now being with family. But yeah, we're just chilling. We're just cooking. It's been okay. Uh, so I've been chilling at home. Um, been at work doing stuff like that. So it's been pretty okay. Not really seeing that much friends, just like, you know, staying home, you know. I guess one of our main topics that we were going to touch on is like dealing with our household during like lockdown and quarantine when we don't really have that many outside like sources like to go outside, like to like convene in like friends and stuff. So how is that going for y'all? For me, uh, I mean, being at home, like especially with my parents, like I took a lot of like learning with my mental health and patience and just like focusing on your own energy because there's just a lot to take in, especially when we're just like pushed into this pandemic and you know, are feeling, I'm personally like feeling isolated and like under the unknown. So it's been like hard at home. But then again, you also learn a lot about being at home and, you know, trying to focus on yourself and focus on your own energy and your boundaries. Well, definitely. Um, I definitely learned a lot about being at home because um, my parents personally are healthcare workers and I can see how the rigors of the workplace could have like a negative effect on like our interactions, you know, because, um, you know, it's, it's hard like being a nurse during a pandemic, I guess. Um, there's actually a Washington Post article where this individual named Lucy uh, Lee was kind of like talking about her experiences as an anesthesiologist. So she said that she was risking her own personal health to be vilified for what she looks like. So this specific like phrase is talking about like racism like in the workplace so definitely like it's it's hard enough being a person who um, is trying to be a nurse at like an unknown time but it's a lot worse when there's racism involved you know so I guess going towards that like is there any experiences of racism that like you have experienced or like your family has experienced like during this pandemic yeah so my mom she's a dental assistant and she's been working every single day, like since the pandemic even started. And she always comes home like suit, like in a bad mood. And I always ask her like, what's going on? Like, why are you so upset? And she just tells me that it's so much harder to work during this pandemic and being Filipino, because if my mom, she told me if she sneezes, then people will look at her, they question her, they ask her if she's sick, and so forth and she just isn't happy about it and it's making it harder for her to work so it's kind of messed up how like people like in the medical field have to like you know represent like all of like i guess like asian americans or asians by like not looking like they're sick or like you know unwell um because like people may group us into like you know that uh like like the china virus and stuff like that you know so yeah did you have anything to add Anna, at all yeah, I mean, like, uh, basically because of media, 
and the quote unquote, like calling it the Chinese virus um, because of like the media, it affects society. And it's like this ongoing cycle of messages that create ideas of people and hurt people. Kind of like how this man in Washington, he yelled and spit to an Asian American couple saying it was their fault that it started the, they started the pandemic. Um, and it was just like hurtful because this cycle of messages is creating more problems. So I guess like with like this, um, we can like talk about like empathy towards like our parents and stuff like that. So um, <laughs> despite like, you know, the like different quarrels that we have like during our, the pandemic with like our family members and stuff like, you know, we, we could like feel like we could empathize with them and, you know, uh, I guess like understand like what they're going through, even though like for some reason, like in Filipino, like, or maybe even Asian American, like relationships, like communication between parental figures and like you yourself isn't as good, but maybe like we can like, you know, give them a little pass like here and there, you know, <laughs> do y'all have like any issues with uh, communication? I see Anna nodding. <laughs> Anna. <laughs> yeah. Um, God. First of all, like communication with my family is very difficult. Like it's like you can't talk neg- about negative things or not even not even about your own mental health because if I say that I'm sad or I'm feeling down or you know, just not feeling myself, you know, even like I'll even use the word like depressed, like I feel not myself. Like it's just shut down or discarded. There's a lack of understanding and it just goes back and forth of not understanding each other. Um, but all in all, I learned the biggest lesson this year is just you have to be patient and empathize. And it can be so hard because you want your parents to understand you, but you have to know both boundaries and you have to be assertive with your boundaries and you focus on your own energy as well because that's important. Yeah. Um, that's sometimes, like being assertive could be seen as disrespectful, you know, but. You know, that's one thing we have to kind of figure out, like our happy medium. Do you have anything to say, Adley, at all? Yeah, I agree. Like, it's definitely hard to tell your parents, like, what's going on. They, I, like, personally have told my mom, like, oh, I'm upset about something. My mom is just like, well, you need to not focus on the negative. Like, think about the positive that's going on in your life. Like, again, disregarding my feelings about things. And it's, super hard but I feel like since quarantine and like being home I've gotten to spend more time with my mom and she's learning to understand that I have stuff going on and like yeah I don't share it right away but like we all have things going on especially during this pandemic like we're all going through things and sometimes my mom will actually talk to me about it which is nice. Mm -hmm. I wonder if like our parents like think of like us voicing like you know some like things that we're dealing with as like a sign of weakness if that makes sense you know but mm-hmm. just something interesting to think about when you when we were dealing with our parents you know so <laughs> I guess like going into like um going through this quarantine and trying to better yourself and you know spending time with yourself like Is there anything like self-care related that y'all have picked up during the quarantine? 
personally during the quarantine like i've been going like out on hikes a lot i've been um honing in my skills like cooking and stuff that i can do at home um but i want to hear what y'all have been doing since quarantine started i learned how to play the ukulele and my brother's been helping me out with that and i never knew how to cook like at all until this year my mom started like just telling me different recipes I can try. And especially like being at my apartment at school, I've been just trying to cook as much as I can. That's good. Yeah, same here. Cooking um, has helped me, like learning during quarantine has helped me a lot because I was able to bring that in with my roommates. So learning, teaching me that um, now it like creates a bond with my roommate because now we cook all every single night together. We'll create like a menu together for the week. Um, and it's just like a bonding experience. I feel like cooking has like created a lot of bonding experience. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, you know, using your resources and um, being able to, um, you know, work on stuff like in this time is definitely helpful for that, for like coping with, um, you know, the pandemic and stuff like that. So, so during the pandemic, did y'all work at all? And when you guys worked, like, or when y'all worked, did y'all, um, I guess, like experience any racism at all? Yeah. So I work in retail and there's a lot of like extra steps just to keep everyone safe. Like looking out for like how many people are in the store, making sure we like clean the fitting rooms, clean the counters and, me working like I'll get comments again just like my mom did about sneezing or coughing like I always try to run to the back room just because I don't want to hear it like I have really bad allergies too so that's one thing but some people just don't understand that we're just trying to keep everyone safe by cleaning and everything I feel yeah that. um it was more for me, it was like customers yelling at me, my coworkers, because we're just telling them to put their mask on properly or just wear one in general. It was just like going back and forth. But um, I mean, in general, I did somewhat enjoy working at retail because it was still away from home and I was making money. Mm-hmm. Um, for me personally, I worked two jobs over quarantine. So I worked at Jimmy John's at first. Um, it was pretty okay. But once like, you know, mask mandates came out, like customers would not like wear masks and stuff. So it was kind of like, I guess, weird dealing with them and then getting yelled at for um, telling them what to do, I guess. And then my second job was actually like at a warehouse. So we shipped like PPEs and stuff. So it was really busy during the pandemic. So it was um, definitely very interesting and eye-opening to see like, you know, how everything like shut down, I guess, because I remembered like a good, like couple like weeks in March where like no one was on the roads. Like I was like the only person going to work and stuff like that. So definitely shout out to us for being essential workers. (laughs) (laughs) So so you enjoyed um, going out of the house, like by working, Anna, is that? Yeah, I remember I was applying to like, First, I was, like, applying to, like, 12 different Walgreens, and then I applied to, like, 10 different Targets, and one Target reached out. So I was like, oh, my God, I have something to do. 
Um, I mean, I was still looking for a job, but I was like, oh, I could also be out of the house. And it was like the best thing ever because I, now I miss my job. So remember like, um, during, uh, like when we first like convened like as a, a board, like you were kind of worrying about like working at Target and working retail. But like, yeah, it's definitely some, an experience that like everyone should um, do at some point. You know, it's very like eye-opening and you have a different perspective on like people who work in those jobs and stuff so yeah how was your experience Natalie with retail like what do you say about it so this is my second retail job I worked at TJ Maxx before and now this one isn't as bad but we still do have angry customers and it's a lot to handle sometimes because the customer is always right. So. <laughs> My mind was really lack though when I was at um, Jimmy John. So I guess like for me personally, I was able to kind of like voice out or more or less like clap back at like customers because like, you know, you're, you're yelling at us, but like, you know, we're just doing our job, which is kind of funny to think about. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I work at a bra store though. And there's a lot of like older women that come in and shop there and they look at me and they think that I'm, they look at me saying like, I'm so young. I don't know what I'm talking about. Like they don't think I know what I'm doing. So sometimes it's hard and they'll even question when I'm trying to help them and they'll go to other associates. That's so terrible. That's, <laughs> yeah. So that's hard sometimes. Does that still happen like now or like even now or like did it happen? Yeah. More? Oh, wow. Dang. It happens often. You should call her out and say your fit's like terrible. So let me fix it <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but do you have yeah. any negative experiences, Anna, at Target? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, generally, it was like kind of the same thing experience with Natalie, like, I guess maybe because I have a baby face, like they think I have customers tell me like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like you're so young. You can't even um, take care of the drinks. Like you don't know what you're doing. And I'm like, uh, I work here. <laughs> but I mean, it was, uh, it was like meeting so many different kinds of people who you want to help them, but they'll still personally attack you on little things. It was a learning experience. Mm -hmm, definitely <laughs> yeah um at my work like I guess I was really good at delivering like sandwiches but I was not good at like taking orders and stuff so I guess like in work you have to find your niche like what you're good at like maybe like stocking or whatever you know or you know doing that type of stuff like it's definitely something to think about LJ did you work the whole entire like pandemic Oh yeah. So that's one thing to talk about. So I did work. So, um, I worked from like February to like, like maybe like a week before school because, okay. So I worked during like, um, just worked and then quarantine happened, which is like, um, at Jimmy John's, but then at the warehouse, like we had like such a big commission pay because we were at, um, you know, we were like stripping out like PPE. So uh, I got that job because like they were looking for like people because I drive like a forklift. So they're looking for people who could do that. So def I made money during quarantine, I guess. Um, I was fortunate enough. And I know some people weren't able to. But yeah, I worked over 
that, but it was definitely different because it was a 40 hour a week job. So Monday to Friday, eight hours a day. So it was very interesting, but it was fun. I met lots of different people, you know, during that, in that experience. So, yeah. How about you, Natalie? Yeah, for me, once, yeah. Sorry. For me no. once quarantine started, they closed down like retail stores. Well, you got that care so, back, though. That's 600 a week or whatever. <laughs> that's a, Yeah, so I got unemployment mm-hmm. since they closed. And then they didn't open until like June, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then at that point, we were only allowed to have like a certain amount of workers a day. Mm-hmm. To, like minimize it and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Are your store is it like a chain or is it like someone like privately owns it? Yeah, it's a chain. So there's one at school too, but I don't work at the one at school. I just work when I'm like home for breaks and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, getting the extra money. <laughs> That's always good. <laughs> always good. Do you work at all, Anna, or do you still have the, the job at Target? Uh, no, and I also didn't transfer. I didn't transfer because I wanted to focus more on school. Um, but I do the same thing where I usually work on breaks. I work usually during the summer, so mm-hmm. I'll probably work next summer there. So yeah. during, like, working stuff, like, I'm going to speak for, like, uh, freelancers and stuff. Like, it's really important to uh, hone in your skills. Because, like, for people who are, like, graphic designers, like, photographers, like, you know, editors, like, you can make, like, money during, like, quarantine because, you know, it, that's a stay-at-home job. So that's something that we should, like, take advantage of, you know? Yeah. Oh, uh, for everyone, follow this page called Asian Creative Networks on Facebook. Like, there are so many hustlers or even uh, Asian Hustle Network. Like, there's so many people who, like, hustle during the uh, pandemic, you know, create their own thing, started something, started somewhere, and they started making something out of it. So, I should also that's the fourth episode of the APAC podcast. So, this is like the end. Um, hope you all learned something and were able to, like, you know, um, vibe with us and like relate to like our stories here. Um, as always, uh, we're on Instagram, APAC Ilstu. Uh, we can send you the group me link or I'll put it back in the description below. Um, we're on Facebook, APAC, Ilstu, Snapchat. Um, but yeah, I uh, hope y'all enjoy your breaks and we'll have a good start for next semester. So we'll see you. Bye. Bye.